Welcome to Couch Talk with Mwelwa, an interactive platform that discusses a wide variety of different subjects, such as business and entrepreneurship, relationship and marriage, career and parenthood, identity, and so many more that will set you up for life. So even right now in this meeting, you can be here, but you can miss out what God has in store for you. You can miss out what God is trying to tell you, what he's trying to instruct you, what he's trying to give you guidance over, because God is ready to meet you. But are you ready to meet him? Mrs. Mwalwa Kaluluma will give counsel and lessons with a wide array of special guests based on a scriptural and biblical foundation that will equip you to live your best life and serving God. Because every time I speak mysteries, I just know things are changing. I just know I'm charging myself up. I just know that miracles are going to happen. When I face situations, I just say, in the name of Jesus, I approach this week. I approach this day. There's a confidence I have in knowing that I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So how about you grab yourself a warm cup of tea, take a seat, and enjoy Couch Talk with Mwelwa. Okay, okay. I'm not the one in charge, so Ashley, over to you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... You know, it's actually weird to like I say should do the intro, this. eh? I feel like you should. Hey. Ma, how can I... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure most of you know that I run a podcast, right? Yes! So, everybody, welcome to... Couch, Couch Talk with Ray. Awesome. So... For everybody joining us for the very first time, welcome to COL. Uh, we are a city of festivities, so there's a lot of activities always happening. So, yeah, um, I do the intro, eh? Yeah, yeah. that was amazing. Okay, so, amazing. welcome, welcome, welcome! Yeah! <laughs> welcome to Couch Talk with me, your favorite host, Mwela mm. Kaluluma, the one and only. Let's do this, eh? I'm ready. <laughs> A round of applause for that, please. Um, okay, so we are aware of, of this segment and allow me to take you into it. It's going to be a conversation. Feel free to learn, take notes and all of that. It's going to be really interesting. Um, we're going to be talking about perspectives and how yeah. they influence our decisions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you are one of the best people that we can learn these, these things from because the perspectives you have and like how they shape the decisions that you make, even decisions that affect all of us are really amazing. So because, you know, English is not our mother tongue, um, I'd kindly ask for you to tell us um, how you define perspectives and decisions so that not only myself, but the entire congregation can understand. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, before I go further, allow me to acknowledge our visionary our pastor, Apostle Frederick Kaluluma. Pastor, sir, thank you so much for this opportunity. I acknowledge the vice executive directors, Dikon Shemaya, Pastor Lastins. I acknowledge the YAM leadership, Dikonis Natasha and your team. Thank you all so much. I acknowledge every person here. Amen. So, um, it's a very interesting topic, eh? Perspectives, perspectives, especially that we're looking at the value of decisions. So, I'll just give a very basic, simple, straightforward definition for perspectives. It's just basically how you see things. It's a view, how you view life, how you view people, how you view your surroundings. Because 
what we see most of the time will set a certain trend in our mind because you begin to look around and you'll be like, oh, so this is normal because it's what you are seeing. So it creates a perspective in your mind to say that, oh, because I saw that everywhere I go, meaning that's how it's supposed to be. So you will respond to environment based off that. So you have this perspective in your mind to say that's how it should be because it's what I've seen. It's what I've experienced. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I hope we're following. Amen. Yes, ma. And then just to give a simple definition of a decision. Basically, a decision is just simply the process or the action process of deciding something or resolving a question. Most of the time, we're always faced with a question. Even as you were preparing for this conference, some of you had the question, so what do you wear to this conference? And you had to now decide, do I go in jeans? Is it a dress? Is there a thing? Do I stick to the colors? So we're constantly making decisions. We're constantly answering a question, resolving a situation, resolving a problem. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And that links so much even to the theme that we have. Mm -hmm. And I, I really admire and love what you said about it's how we see things. I remember being told that um, an example, a tangible example of what perspectives are is when you take a glass of water and you put water in it. Your perspective is now you saying, you fill it to, the half, to half the glass. Your perspective is now you saying, okay, is this glass half full or it's half empty? That's what perspective is, how you look at a situation and stuff. So I really, really like that. And with, with taking that into consideration, how then do you think, or how best would you advise somebody in regards to how they can shape perspectives? Because I believe it takes it takes certain things and certain steps to be able to get to a point whereby your perspectives are shaped enough to a, well enough to a point whereby you can make good decisions. So Ma, how would you encourage somebody or how would you advise somebody to know how they can shape their perspectives? Okay, so remember earlier I said that you know, it's a view. So how we see things. And usually these are always within our surroundings. At home, at church, at school, what you're seeing, what you're experiencing all of these begin to create a certain perspective, a certain mindset in yourself. But there is something I want to read for us. Amen. So when we read from Matthew 6, verse 22 to 23, it says, The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Amen. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? But I love the fact that it says the lamp of the body is the eye. What does a lamp do? It provides light. It brings a certain clearance. So now we're saying our perspective is what we're seeing. It's a view, what we are experiencing. So our eyes, which are the lamp of our body, and it says that, if what your eye is seeing is good, your whole body will be full of light. So imagine just how powerful what you see is. Because what you are seeing is affecting your entire well-being. Meaning that if what you, your vision, your focus, what you're seeing, your lens, what's in front of you is always bad, what then happens to the rest of your body? What then happens to your emotions? What happens to your physical health, your mental health? Because of what you are seeing, you're constantly being fed with this bad, bad, bad all around you. So it begins to create this mindset of, I will never go anywhere. Why? Not because my uncle is like this, my father is like Because it's what you've seen, it's what you've heard, it's what you've experienced. And it begins to shape you to think even you are the same. It begins to shape it that your life will follow that same pattern. But guess what? We're told something. If your eye is good, 
So then it matters what you're letting yourself see, what you're getting drawn to, what you're allowing to enter to you. Amen. Amen. It means your whole body will be full of light. So that's just how powerful it is for us to take note of what we're seeing around us. Let me give an example. We've all gathered here. Amen. So we're seeing so many people with amazing CVs. Eh? So already that, you're looking at them like, but she's young. Germany. Like, you're looking at her like, wait. So if she can do that, and then you're seeing, okay, there's a Busha king. And then you're seeing, okay, we have Dikon Emmanuel, we have this. So you're seeing so many young people right now who are doing crazy big things. I mean, look at our pastor. He decided to just say, I should just have an interaction with all the youths in Lusaka right now. So already, what our eyes, what's happening to our eyes? What's happening to our mindset? What's happening to our entire body? We're being exposed to light because we're seeing good. We're able to see that a youth can have tremendous impact in the world. A youth can literally be called a jewel of Africa. A youth can be called out to the nations. We're seeing that a youth can be on fire. We're seeing that it's fashionable. It's trending. It's this. So all of these things you're getting exposed to today, all of these things you're seeing are bringing light to you. And they're beginning to remove that perspective of, I will never go anywhere. I'm young, what can I do? I'm young, how can I advise someone? I'm young, what, what can I honestly, who will listen to me? But guess what? Who's been holding the mic upstage here today? They're all young. Who's been leading us in worship, in the exhortations? Through, they're all young. So meaning that there is no limitation. It's just simply that today we've had to expose, we've had to show you that whatever you've set as a limitation is not actually a limitation. But you can break that by exposing yourself and letting light come. And what happens when there's light? Darkness flees. Amen. Wow. I think this deserves a whole round of applause. I absolutely love how... I absolutely love how we can draw so much knowledge and wisdom from you and it makes things make sense, you know? I love the way you explain things. It really does make things make sense, especially as a young person. I now know that w the way I see things and the things that I surround myself and see and normalize and internalize, you know, affect my perspectives. And wow. that's just amazing. So looking at the perspectives that you have, which are amazing because they've also been able to help you influence the lives of so many others, how would you say you found clarity and you were able to develop the perspectives that you have, the right perspective, if we can call it that? Okay, um, <laughs> many, many years ago, <laughs> I had some awkward years as a teenager. So um, I always had this mindset that people didn't like me, eh? I would always think like, no, I'm not like them, you know, they're the stars. I just like, I work in the background. I work in the background. It was just an excuse, I'm telling you. I was just always afraid to put myself out there because I thought, honestly, why should they listen to me? I mean, it's just for them. And then, um, you, you know those things where, um, like a wonderful brother in the skit wasn't dressed so well. So you have those situations where in your environment, as I was growing up, you look at your friends and they're wearing the trending, you know, fashion and all those things. And maybe you don't have that. You don't have access to that. So it was very easy to put yourself out because what you're seeing is the ones who are loved are those who wear the best clothes. They're the ones who, you know, who speak well. They're the ones who have the accent and the shani. So you're just like putting yourself like, you're just like, no, because this one speaks like this, so probably 
yeah, this one, this one, that. But it had to reach a point where, for me, it's when I got saved when everything changed. Remember how it's all about what you see? Yes, exactly. And then I went in the scriptures. Mm. Hey, my goodness. When you go in the scriptures, what are you seeing? Because guess what? You have a Bible there, whether it's on your phone, and then the word of God is open before you, and you start reading the word, and you start discovering what the word of God is saying about you. And I'm like, wait, I'm a chosen generation. I'm a royal priest. So for me, I began to, it began to change a lot of things because I began to see if the one who created me, who put me on this earth, who said that I know the plans I have for you, so meaning that Clearly, there's a plan for my life, and I don't have to panic and what? I just need to go to submit to the one who set the plan in motion and just ask him, okay, God, so to Afkap, what's the plan? And then he would tell me, okay, my child, this is how we're going. So for me, it's when I went to the word of God, and I discovered to say that God has said so much about me. I had issues with my image because I thought like I was ugly. Don't, don't, don't ask why. It was a lot of awkward years. So I had this idea. I hated the camera. I hated my reflection. I hated a lot of things about myself. <laughs> so, yeah, it was that serious. So it's where, but you can be looking at a mirror, but for me, there was never anything I was seeing. It was just there, like, oh, that's just a mirror. But I began to understand, okay, so I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. And if God says, I know the plans I have for you, meaning there's a reason why I'm on this earth. So I'm not just a nobody. God destined that I should be here. I should be born at such a time. So meaning there's a plan for my life. There's a reason why he brought me here. So whether these people like me, whether I dress shiny or shiny, at the end of the day, they're not the ones who will judge me. They're not the ones who will say, welcome home. So I began to search. I'm like, what is God saying about me? What is God saying about my life? What is it about me that is unique, that is special? I, I, I went on a search and I was like, God, what are you saying? And then I met the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, hey. When you encounter the Holy Spirit, mm, should I share my story on this please, one? Please, so it was never, let me please. tell you guys what happened. So um, I met our man of God, Apostle, at a Word Empowerment Movement conference. Eh? And um, he, he's the director, so we'd always call him. Back then, we'd say the director. So I remember it was a two-day conference. The second day he came in white. Lord Jesus, Fiat TK. As in there were miracles. People were flying. I ended up somewhere. So, and you know whereby like, pastor lays hands on you. You cry. Pastor goes, you remain crying. And then you wake up and you're alone in the church. And you're asking what happened. <laughs> it was like that. So then time passed. And then one day I received a call from pastor. And he says, oh, I heard you were serving at the conference. Thank you so much. Um, is there any question you have for me? So I had one question. I kept hearing you say, the Holy Spirit is here. You know, let the Holy Spirit minister to your heart. I'm sure most of you have been hearing that here, eh? And then, I'll, you, and then you just notice, like, you know, things are happening. It says, Holy Spirit. Pa, 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 pa. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. And you're like, am I in the right place? But then I was curious. I was like, but why him? And why is that him when he says the Holy Spirit is here is real? Why can't I know that realness? Like, I'm not feeling anything. Like, you know, your friend is getting slain, and you're like, anytime now? Anytime now? And then you're just like, okay, God, what about me? Like, I want that katach, that electricity. I also want to go makata. So it was whereby, like, I was like, okay, what about me? So I, I said it, okay, let me ask. You know, if you think we've quit, okay, who is the Holy Spirit? Why is he real? Why do you talk like that? Because you are 
yeah, personalized, like you're giving him a personality, yeah, like saying he's real, like you can talk to him, you can have conversation. And then he said, of course, he's real. Then he said, this is what you should do. Don't try this. But he just told me, okay, just talk to him. He's there. You're saved, you gave your life to Christ, you received the Holy Spirit. Because the Father promised that I will give you a gift. And he gave us the gift of his spirit. So guess what? Okay. So I decided, the call ended, I even went to a room private, I'm like, in case, you know, something awkward happens, nobody should, you know, be wondering. So I'm in this room outside the house, by the way, there's a other room. So I just went in this quiet room, and I'm like, I'm seated, uh, no, I was standing, and I was like, okay, I, even, I remember I said this words. I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I've been told you're real. Be real to me. Silence. I know you were thinking thunder. An angel walked into the room, I'm Gabriel. And said, let me introduce you to the Holy Spirit. Nothing. It was quiet. I was even ready to like walk out of the room. I was like, um, you know, I tried it. So don't say I never did it. God, like, I'm out. Yeah. And then I just said, hi, I'm the Holy Spirit. I ran out. I actually ran out. As in the hi, I am the Holy Spirit. Just like in my mind, I remember I was like, ah. I ran out, came back, checked the room. Like no one was in the room. I was just like, okay. And then I was like, okay. Let's see if this is really working. I was like, hi, I'm Weloa. Silence, silence, silence. And the day ended. <laughs> so I remember I contacted a pastor after time. And I'm like, no, I was like, mm, maybe you know it was a dream. This is what happened. And I said, oh, okay, so you met him. Awesome. So you know what you should do now? Talk to him. He's introduced himself. So what happened is I then now found that he's the comforter. He's a counselor. He's an advisor. You know, I found that, you know, he's always with me because he dwells in me. So for me now that became, oh, so I no longer have to wonder about having friends. I have a best friend who's always with me 24-7. So I would literally like put a chair and I would sit and I'd be like, okay, hi, Holy Spirit, let's talk. And I would literally pour out my heart. I'm like, I don't know why these people don't like me. They just don't listen. When I make a status, no one comments. It's like zero reaction. Maybe I should just leave Facebook. I, I went on a search and I began to just pour out, pour out. Until one day, he just said, you talk too much. And then I was like, okay. And then he just said, now, let me respond. And then he began to just heal all those hurts. Because sometimes we begin to think that, okay, it's cool that they don't like me. No, it's fine that I'm, you begin to just like numb yourself to say, oh, it's okay, I'm just like this. You know, it's okay that nobody, I'm just like this. You begin to get comfortable. But then he began to show me to say that you actually do have a problem and we need to deal with that mindset. We need to deal with that perspective that nobody likes you, that the whole world hates, the whole world doesn't hate you. So it was in that experience where I encountered the Holy Spirit. He became real to me. And then he began to communicate to me to say that, look, this is what the word of God says about you. This is the role I have come to play in your life. And I opened myself. I didn't just say that, okay, this was great. I enjoyed, you know, the encounters and everything. No, I actually decided to say that I'm going to follow what the word of God actually says. So the word of God brings clarity, brings light. And then when you have, like, I'm sure we will have more conversations on this later on, but you will have this experience with the Holy Spirit where even what you're reading becomes so real to you because he will just tell you to say that you are a child of God. There is no question about that. You are loved by God. God loves you. 
Sometimes it's hard to accept that there's actually God loves you. So I began to have all those experiences with the Holy Spirit. And that is what now he began to literally break every mindset, every perspective. He literally just tore them all down and just said, we're going to build you afresh and just tell you who you are in Christ. And that is your identity that you should live by. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. I like how every response to all the questions that we're discussing is linking. And I absolutely love how you are also helping us to change our perspectives for those of us that do need changing when it comes to how we view God and how we view the Holy Spirit. Because most people would tend to think that, no, I just always have to be perfect. You know, and I have to tell God, like, everything is good because I know that you are God and you work things out, so everything is good. But I like how you are even able to say, okay, Holy Spirit, like, people don't like me. Like, this is like this. So it shows us that the perspective that you have of the Holy Spirit, which is he's a counselor, etc., etc., allows you to also commune with the Holy Spirit differently, to commune with God differently, and to pray differently. So the perspective that you have has influence the decision of how you are going to handle certain things involving God. And as fun as this is, I know that we're all enjoying this. I can see how everyone is paying attention. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. And I'd just like to know, like, in closing, what encouragement would you have to give to everyone that's in this place, even those that are watching online? Yeah, feel free to... Thank you so much. So let me read for you from Proverbs 3. Verse 5 to 6. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I decided to give you this scripture because number one, trust in the Lord with all your heart. I know it gets crazy. You don't even know what's coming next. Sometimes you're in a position where you're looking at like, God, I look to my left, there is this, to my right, there is that. Which one do I go for? But the first thing is, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. Meaning that our understanding is very limited. There are a few parts of our destiny that we do not fully know. And if we're going to rely on our own strength, there are certain things which we'll never overcome. But the one who I like to say has the master plan is telling you to say, trust me. I have the plan. I know what to do. So that's my encouragement to you. You don't need to figure it all by yourself. There is someone who can guide you through that. God is very much ready because he says that in all your ways, acknowledge him. So put him first in your life. Acknowledge that he is your God. Acknowledge that he has a plan for your life. Acknowledge that there is good in you. Deacon Cassandra said, be walking and saying, I am anointed. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge all that God has placed in you. Acknowledge God in everything that you do. Father, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you that even in these studies, I am exhaling. I thank you that you've said, I am above and not below. I thank you. You acknowledge him. Acknowledge his word. Acknowledge his works. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. And he even gives you to say that, and he shall direct your path. So you don't have to wonder, am I going left or right? He'll tell you, walk straight. He'll tell you, turn left, turn right. Why? Because you have given him that role in your life to say that he will be the one to guide you. You will not guide yourself. Because where are you going? Do you know the destination? But the one who created you knows the destination. And he knows exactly how to get you there. 
But he's telling you what? There's a certain perspective you should have, which is that it starts with him first. Amen. That's what I can say in closing. Oh, thank you so much, Mal. Let's give her a round of applause. Um, this has been an amazing segment. I've enjoyed interacting with you. I'm sure everyone else has enjoyed listening to you pour out from your wells of wisdom. And I just commend everyone. Like the way you walked into this building, let it be different from the person you're going to be as you walk out. Now you are equipped. Now you know that, okay, there are perspectives that I need to deal with. Sit down, write those perspectives that you have down, and then write the new version of you, the new perspectives that you have, and actively work on that so that it also affects positively the decisions that you make. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. Make sure to check out Couch Talk with Melwa on every single podcast platform you can find. We are there. I mean, she's there. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll invite you for a session. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, enjoy the rest of this program. It was lovely to be in front of you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ma. We honor the grace. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Couch Talk with Mwelwa. If you have been blessed and want to get in touch or have any questions, feel free to reach Mrs. Kaluluma on her Facebook page at Mwelwa Kaluluma. God bless you and tune in again.